Hey everybody, welcome to another What's up? episode of It's a Good. It's a good number three, baby. <laughs> How's your week? We been? did it, dude. I know. We have over forty followers <laughs> on, on Instagram. Instagram. Hell yeah! We dude. have like two subscribers on YouTube. Last Woo-hoo. time I checked, four subscribers. Oh, four! Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, four. we're doubling. It's my lucky number. Four. Four, four is my lucky. Why number. is four your lucky number? I see. I would see it everywhere. Like 44, I see 44 everywhere. So I guess. Oh, yeah. That was also the name of one of your songs. Yes. That we worked on together. Of course. Because it was the name of your apartment. Or the number of your apartment, correct? No, it was was just like a... I would just see it all the time. And so like that just became my lucky number. And uh, there's a sad story to it. I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) 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 But uh, it's Mm. not sad. It's nice. Like... It's a nice story, but true, true, true. Yeah, that was a really rough way to start the (laughs) vibe. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. So Jessica, let's talk about your deepest, darkest, worst memories. My worst wounds. Yeah. (laughs) Come on, that's what the people want, dude. I just healed, Richard. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, here's a knife, dude. Open those wounds for me one more time, dude. Yo, I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, 44 for me. Let's see what it represents. Um, it represents two numbers that look the same. Twice the number of 22, which is one of my favorite years. Years? What do you mean? Like 2022? Or like 1922? <laughs> <laughs> I mean like being 22 years old. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I also like 1922. <laughs> okay. And I hope 2022 is good. Uh, yeah, I hope so too. Yo, 2022. Isn't that insane? In three months? Did you ever think that you would like see the <clears throat> day of 2022? I did think I was going to see it, but I thought I was going to be missing more limbs or something. Isn't that ventilator? Because you were you were like lived in the 90s a little bit more than I did. So, yeah, like, was it weird to like be in the 90s and then get to 2000s? I think being a little kid at any time period is weird. I think, yeah, that's uh, true. but for sure, you know, I was in fifth grade when September 11th happened, which wasn't in the 90s. But uh, that's like when I was really understanding things. And yeah. I just remember being like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> I thought there was going to be planes attacking every building at that point. I was like point. two or three, so I don't remember anything. Oh, sick, dude. Yeah. That's wild What's fifth grade? Like you're like, what, 11? 10. 10, 11. 10, yeah, 9, 10 years old. It's good. That's when you start cursing. Yeah, that's yeah. That's when you start like going out with your friends and saying, shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's you when know. you started cursing? Yeah, that's when I really started cursing. Uh, like openly. You know, everything was all like sneak cursing. But then fifth grade became like, you know, we're at field trips and we're like, hey, you bitch, gay, <laughs> you know, everybody's making fun of each other. Little village, man. I we represent. cursing in like, well, yeah, like around middle school, but like I didn't openly do it like with confidence until like high school. Oh, okay. Yeah. I remember I felt like uh, I think sixth grade or seventh grade, my friends were like, dude, you curse too much. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was, I was like, it's like I had an intervention for cursing, dude. And then a girl would preach to me about why cursing was bad. And I'm like, well, do the same in the Bible. And then she whipped out her Bible and there it was, man. No foul <laughs> thing shall leave your mouth. And I was like, fuck. Hmm. <laughs> we still oh, don't follow shit. that to this no. day. <laughs> I curse a little bit. I curse more than the average Christian, I feel. Yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'm not Christian. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just now I'm all questioning my faith because I say the <laughs> F word a couple of times. No, but I, I like uh, I like when I, I feel like cursing makes you real. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's, it adds a little oomph. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, definitely oomph. But I feel like if someone curses, I'm like, okay, they're a real person. Mm. You know, because if someone's like, oh, fudge sticks. I'm like, they're either <laughs> yeah. a third grader. <laughs> or you a know? parent around or, their kid. <laughs> if a parent does it around their kid, mad it's, respect. Yeah, that's right? a lot of control, man. Because I've had my kids be like, "Dad, you can't say that." I remember being with you and like you said a bad word, and then Gadiel was just like, "Dad, you just swore." <laughs> and, I was like, and you're like, "Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's bad, man." I said, "You can't do that, Sunny." <laughs> well, I, I tell them in the house it's one thing, uh, but outside the house is a different thing. But then, I don't know, dude. I curse all the time. It's bad. It's a bad habit. Yeah. Maybe I should stop cursing. Mm. Maybe for the month of October, I just stop cursing. Sober October. Yeah, sober, sober from, October. Yeah. From curse words. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Curse-free 
January. That's what I'll do. <laughs> curse free January. January. That's what I'll do for my birthday month. Right, yeah. Just won't curse at all. Wow. Wait, you're gonna be thirty. One. Thirty-one. Wow. Yeah. The pandemic was rough, wow. dude. Made me age. Thirty-one. <laughs> it's gonna it, be nice. Was it different? Was it a different? Did you feel different in this new decade of your life? You mean like starting my thirties or my twenties? Starting your thirties. Uh, you know, I, I felt, I felt really excited because, you know, I came into the pandemic, uh, 29 years old mm. and I was like, I was like, okay, man, last year in my twenties, let me do it big, you know, play a sold out show and the world's like, nah, man, I'm gonna do it bigger. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no world, don't start a pandemic. And it did. So, uh, so it was definitely a lot of like, uh, reflection. I think I, I, it required a lot of reflection from me, just thinking, and mm. just like processing and putting things in order in my mind. Because, mm, because if I, I, I felt like if I didn't do that, I'd, I'd feel real, real anxious, mm-hmm. you know, especially with like the idea of mortality. But I think like right now in my life, um, it's weird. You know, people say that like people some people are comfortable with dying but nobody wants to die yeah you know um but for me i feel like of course i don't want to die now because you know i have kids and i want to make sure sure? i take care of them (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. you sure you you don't want to die i no, no thanks jesse you ask me every day jesse and i always tell you no i i don't want to die today you want to die today come on dude suicide (laughs) i'm like yo jesse so I was trying to get her to get her friends to kill themselves. <laughs> Yo, watch out for Jesse, dude. Pray for Jesse. Hashtag pray for Jesse, dude. <laughs> I need it, honestly, though. <laughs> Yo, hashtag. I'm dude. sorry, I interrupted you. But <laughs> no, you said no, that you were no, 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 comfortable I, with yeah, mortality. I guess I'm comfortable with that. Like, if I die, you know, it'll be okay. You know, I'll be, I'll be in heaven. Yeah. And if there is no heaven, I, w- I won't know. Yeah. So I'll just that that brought me so much peace when you and Betsy were just like, look, we believe that there's a heaven, but if it turns out there isn't, at least we believe in something, and then we're just going to be dead, so we won't know. Yeah, we won't know. <laughs> be good. I was like, wow, that's true. It's true, man. It's just like a, it's a win-win situation yeah. for everybody, bro. <laughs> it's, oh, uh, it's, it's the giant black curtain that we can't see behind. Yeah. No one has ever told us what is on the other side. Yeah. I like when, like, people were like, no, well, it's, you know, the Big Bang Theory is how we got made and all these things. I'm just like, yeah, but who created that thing? Yeah, that's true. I would always, like, I always have that question. And then it's just Mm -hmm. like, and then people think that that can explain everything. But I'm just like, no, I can't. Nothing can be explained if you go all the way to the Mm -hmm. core of it. Noth- nothing can be explained like the creation of things can't mm-hmm. be explained just Einstein, insane yeah Einstein kind of said it really succinctly he kind of described like our knowledge as like a sphere mm. right and as we learn more the outside of us like the outside of that sphere also becomes greater mm. like the surface of that sphere becomes greater and then the things that we don't know mm. the things that we realize that we don't know still also becomes greater mm. so like as we expand our knowledge we realize that we're st- like the the vast darkness of not knowing also grows mm. you know what i mean so it's just crazy. like we can never really pinpoint it you know it's kind of so that's cool. crazy yeah it's cool it is cool. Yeah. yeah it's humbling it re- yeah it really is it makes me think like you know like why stress out about so many yeah, things yeah because there's just yeah I don't know. What do you think we're here to do? What do you think, like... Shit, make episode three <laughs> of the podcast, baby. That's what we're here to do right now. I meant, like, I'm not trying to do nothing else but this podcast right now. And then no, at the end I'm of us filming... I'm trying to find the purpose to my life right <laughs> yeah. now, Richard. No, you know what? It's just because it's just right in front of you. This is what we're here That's for. That's so true. You know? Oh, we're not so trying. Nice. Yeah, we're Thank not trying you. to do anything else. And then after that, you know... My purpose will be to eat lunch. That's true. And then... Oh, that's so good. You Thank know? you. I needed that. Yeah. Where you're just like, your purpose is right there. It's, it's right, right now, dude. Wow, that's so nice. And then it's going to be to punch Sebas. Yeah. Because I know you, you always be punching my boy Sebas. No, Hashtag pray for him. Sebas. I love <laughs> <laughs> Pray for our marriage. <laughs> pray for Sebas, bro, because Jesse be hitting him, bro. No, I don't Poor hit Sebas. him. I just give him a little slap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
it's so funny. Um, domestic violence is. Uh, it always seems to be funnier when it's the guy, the girl beating up the guy. Yeah, it's which is not okay. <laughs> that should not be happening. <laughs> yeah, dude, so please domestic stop. Domestic violence. <laughs> please stop hitting so much. I do it with love though. I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He likes it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey. Hey. I remember I got arrested when I was in high school, and then um, the cuffs were really freaking tight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, I told the cops, so I was like, "Dude, these are so tight." And they're like, yeah, that's why you never want them on again. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> no, unless <laughs> unless my wife wants me to put them on. And then they started cracking up, but then they got mad that they were cracking up. I'm always making jokes, bro. I'm always trying to joke my way out of situations. But it was, oh, yeah. But they're... They hurt? Yeah, they hurt, man. Dang. They hurt. Never been in handcuffs. Never? Mm-mm. Never been, never been arrested. arrested? No. Nope. You never did nothing bad? Nope. Like, never been caught, baby. <laughs> no. That's so true. Yeah. It's, it is funny. I, I've, I've gotten like into like some hoodlum stuff. I remember like I snuck into a pool in Cicero once, just like my friends and I and my brother, we could, like jumped over this fence. We're swimming in the pool. And then people called the cops on us. And then the cops came to arrest us. And they just fucking let us go. Yeah. Like what you know, are they going to do? They're kids. You know yeah. what I mean? But it was really funny, man, because my friend Frank, who was with us, was like a black kid. And he, like, we went together. And when the cops stopped us, he was gone. He had disappeared. <laughs> and we were like, what the fuck? We didn't say anything. He's like, is this all you guys? And we we're like, yeah. We didn't tell him that Frank yeah. was with us. And, uh, and then he kind of like, they left. They left us alone. And the man popped out of, like behind the tree. And he's like, are they gone? You know? And oh we're like, yeah, gosh. they're gone. Like the man disappeared. I was like, it's such a different relationship, bro. Because my brother and I and our little Mexican friends all thought like, yeah, it's okay if we see them. But hey, it's a different relationship between black people and police. Man. Yeah. Wow. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. It's wild, bro. So you never got in trouble? Like no cops ever stopped you for nothing? I guess it makes sense. You're a good girl. You, you, yeah, know, you don't, don't get really, into stuff. Uh, no, I just rather I'd rather not. <laughs> I'd rather <laughs> not get into anything that No, they never arrested me or anything no, like that. Nothing, no, nothing. You didn't get stopped by police once or nothing like that. Just for speeding, but that's that's it. It's not like Oh, how did that go? Speeding <sighs> She was just like, I really oh, want to give no, you a she? warning. Yeah, it was a she. She's like, I really want to give you a warning, but I can't because we're like really strict with the street right now. Because it was like a 25. You didn't just blink your hour. eyes at her like no i just like looked at her and i was just like i'm sorry (laughs) i'm sorry sorry. i didn't mean to speed i know what i was doing and i was like really feeling myself i had like really i forgot what song i had on but i had it like super loud and i was like dancing and everything and i didn't realize that i was going so fast it's like going like 50 girls just wanna have fun Just wanna have fun. <laughs> I like roll Hitting the window kids. down. Girls just wanna. Someone laughs at me because I always like go over speed bumps because I never see them. So like I always like boom. <laughs> Yo, like, have you ever driven to Mexico? Yeah. Those Mexican speed bumps are no joke, yeah. bro. They they make why your guts they, jump okay, into but, your stomach. Yeah, but like why why are they like in every single like they're literally like two feet apart. Cause they don't got money for cops, bro. No one's gonna pull you over for speeding. They're just gonna, yeah, it's just true. gonna get your car fucked up. Yeah, you could just pay the police over there and they'll let you go. Yeah, here's some money. I'm afraid, bro, because they're gonna see. I'm afraid to get arrested in Mexico. Because mm. I'm gonna like speak one word of Spanish and they're gonna know that I'm not from <laughs> there. Hola, and they're gonna be like, you fucking American. <laughs> and I'm like, no. <laughs> Hola, soy Dora. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Soy Richard. <laughs> <laughs> Ustedes son el <laughs> See I fucked it up I can't even say it Because I'm so nervous Even just thinking about The situation Oh my god Yeah that would be scary To get arrested in Mexico Or arrested mm-hmm. anywhere That you're not familiar with Yeah that's so true Where you're a stranger you don't even know Because I feel like I know Chicago cops And I can be like <laughs> Bears. <laughs> Bears You know what I mean And they'll be like Hey you know so bad Gold You sucks You donuts uh, Blackhawks <laughs> Fucking uh, brats, uh, Mike Dicka, <laughs> just whatever can come under my mind. <sighs> no, the bears suck this year, though. Oh, I don't, I don't pay attention. I know, to I know, I know. I'm this so is sorry. not an appropriate podcast for 
talking about my sports <laughs> yeah, sadness. I was gonna say sorry. I yeah. yeah. I just know the 49ers lost against the Packers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They did. <laughs> they did. Very I don't true. know how much, but I just know they lost. Mm-hmm. I also know the Raiders. The Raiders, I do. Sebas I, I only them. watches the Raiders. The only the Raiders. He loves them. He they won the same day that the Packers won too. <laughs> That's all I know. Mm. Kind of following it. The Raiders lost yesterday. They did lose yesterday. Wow, they suck. No, they've only lost one okay. game. Okay, okay, they so don't. they're good. They're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're good. They're a good football. <laughs> good. <laughs> um, we got to find more things to relate on regarding yeah. sports. Yeah, we do. What um. Do you like sports? <laughs> I sucked at sports growing up. I wish I really, I I don't I don't think I like them because I've never actually tried to be invested in them. But I think mm. the moment that I do and I want to, like I really want to be able to like go to a baseball game, go to because um, the only only sport I know is soccer, like yeah, really well. Um, like but, know it, like I know, but not it. how to play it. I don't know how to play it. Like I suck at playing. But like, but I know like when people have like open spaces, I know when they should be able to switch sides, things like that. Cause Sivas has showed me, but, um, like hockey, I've never been to a hockey game. I really want to go to a hockey game. They're the best. Really? They're the best. Okay. Yeah. Like I really want to go to a hockey game. I really want to go to a football game. I've never been to a football Mm. game. I've been to a Cubs game uh, and I really enjoyed it. It was just a lot of fun. It was just fun to like, just, um, but I want to go to like a Sox game and a Cubs game too again. Um, I've been to a Bulls game, but I want to go to a Bulls game now that, um, uh, Zach Levine, the ball, ball, the ball guy, the guy from the ball family. What's his name? Oh, Le- Le- no, I'm thinking about Lamar ball. The no, dad. no, no. Yeah. But you know, yeah, yeah. like, you know how he's like signed on to the Bulls now. I didn't know that. Yeah. So yeah. he's, he'll, he'll be in the bull. He'll be on the Bulls. So That's I really nice. want to go to a game. That'll be good for the Bulls. Yeah. So I want to go to a game, uh, now that he's playing. And I want to see how they play. Ball but on the bulls. Ball on the bulls. Mm-hmm. Bubble. Ball ball. <laughs> the bull balls. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> That's bad, man. That's a bad combination, bro. What? Bull balls. Oh, bull balls. Yeah. Everybody's going to be calling that, man. Bull yeah. ball. Yeah. Ball ball. Mm. That's rough. You think bulls have really big balls? Yeah, they got really big balls. Oh, okay, I've never seen them. You've em. never seen them? <laughs> no. They're like... They look huge. like mongos, bro. <laughs> like <laughs> Damn, mongos. they're huge. Yeah. <laughs> There's a really funny joke I remember as a kid. It was like, um, you know, this man, he goes to Spain, uh-huh. right? And uh, he watches like the bullfight, right? And then afterwards, he goes to a restaurant and they, he's like, well, what's the special for today? And they're like, well, the special is bull's balls um, because the bull dies and then they serve the balls right so he's like oh okay i guess i'll try it and he says it's the most delicious thing he's ever eaten right so he goes again right the next day and again bulls balls and he's like this is the best meal he's ever had he goes again the next day it's like so delicious and then he goes one more day and then there's like these real little balls and he's like really confused he's like yo why are these so small <laughs> and he's like sometimes the bull wins <laughs> <laughs> and so it's the guy's, guy's balls. balls yeah so that was a fun joke I was like jokes I was telling. I was like in <laughs> sixth grade. I'm like, hey, what's up, Bulls Bulls? <laughs> and that's why I got arrested for telling that joke. <laughs> yes. Did you try to say that joke to the cops ever? No. I, I, I've I tried to like, I've gotten, I've gotten stopped a few times just because of the color of my skin. And I've tried to like be like fun with them when they realized I didn't really get, I wasn't doing anything, wasn't getting into anything. And I was like, hey, okay, homie, see you later. And they're like, homie. And I was like, yeah, I didn't do anything wrong. We're homies, right? And he's like, hmm. They were like, <laughs> they're ready to bash my fucking head in at any moment. Um, and then they took like my description down in case a crime happened and a Latino was involved and they could arrest me. That's so stupid. It's, it's ridiculous. That's too. insane because I didn't grow up around that because I grew up in the suburbs. There's a bunch of white people and the cops are like, hey good morning like, <laughs> they're like super nice with mm. you you know shake your hand yeah you know like let you like ride in the car or whatever. yeah so i never really had that uh i always had the perception of cops being there to keep me safe i never and even though i was mexican it like 
I they, for me they were there to keep me safe right mm. and then so like now growing up and realizing that for other people it's just like no bro like they're they're in my like neighborhood because they want they want to see us like not be here <laughs> you know they don't like us they they want to see us get into trouble and yeah that's insane to me like to be able to grow with that perspective of just like the cops are not good people it's, it's crazy because there like, there are some decent cops i know that some cops have let me go there's always that cop that i told you about that like one time caught betsy and i canoodling in a car <laughs> canoodling. you know and uh and um you know he bonked on the window and as I rolled him down to talk to him, and Betsy and I were both panicked and frazzled. <laughs> he like, he like, hey, what are you? And then he like caught eyes with me, and we looked at each other. And then he remembered all the times he canoodled in a car. And <laughs> yeah. He was just like, just get out of here. And I was like, thank you, bro. You a real one. Yeah, you a real one. You a real cop, bro, <laughs> for canoodling in the car and remembering not to punish canoodlers. Uh, so there's some cops out there that are decent, but especially like in in, in in Little Village when I was growing up, it's like they just expect the worst out of you. Yeah. So that's how they treat you. That's, you know. Yeah, and that's like a whole systematic fucking flaw. It's, like. just bad, it's bad training in my part. You know, it's bad training and then it's just like, I don't know, man. There's just so many delicate elements yeah, regarding sure. it, you know. Right now, there, there's like a, there's a petition against this technology that they have, which essentially is like, there's like this um, microphone that like picks up gunshots and it just kind of calculates direction mm. where the gunshot came from. And then they feed that information to CB CPD and then they go to the place where it happened. And it seems decent, you know, but so the, oh, so the talks are to get rid of that, right? Because it's only found in neighborhoods like Little Village, right? Um, uh, and because it just kind of it's kind of like those police cameras from back in the day that were all over the city uh, it just kind of just looks bad it's mm. out there but it's interesting because I, I, I've been shot at and almost killed and if it wasn't for that the cops wouldn't have shown up and mm. essentially saved my life mm. you know what I mean so it's, a, it's such an interesting kind of everything's so nuanced in this life that we live yeah. it's not just one way yeah it isn't yeah, yeah dude I have to ask you a question. Mm -hmm. So the other day I was um, chilling mm -hmm. at my house. Betsy and I were getting ready for a hot date because the kids were uh, at Grandma and Grandpa's. Yeah, steamy. <laughs> and uh, I had gotten dressed and Betsy was getting dressed. Um, and I hear a knock on the back door. Doom, 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 doom. And I'm like, oh, okay. It's probably my in-laws or something. You know what I mean? They live upstairs. They live on the third floor. Or somebody. So I check. And it's like this homeless guy. Right? Oh. Homeless guy in my backyard. And he's asking for cans. If I have any. And I was really confused. I'm like, why the heck? Uh, and it put such an uneasy feeling because here's the thing. So that back gate fence in my apartment, um, we never put a key on it. Mm -hmm. right? Uh, I didn't have the key for it when I moved in. But I talked to my in-laws. I talked to my aunt who lived on the second floor. And they were like, no, it's not. We don't really lock it up. Nothing really happens. But then we started noticing that things went missing. Like a bike mm. went missing. In the up like not my bike, but someone else's bike from upstairs went missing. Things have been disappearing. Um, and we're like, what the hell? And then like the, the dude just kind of came through. And so I was just really upset. I was really pissed off because... I was thinking about my kids mainly. Yeah, yeah. You know, like someone has the like has the audacity to enter your space. You know what I mean? Like, you respect people's space. So I wanted to see, like, what was your what was your opinion on that? How would you feel if that happened to you? What 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 would you see? I'd be scared. Yeah. Like I would be fearful, um, but I would also kind of try to play it safe because you don't know what they have. Like they, you right. don't know what like, you just don't know them. So. The fact that it was a man, though, me being a woman, I'd be, like, freaked out. Mm. I'd be like, no, sorry, like, what do you want? Like, you know, but yeah. um, I always try to be, like, nice unless they – I try to be nice but assertive, you know? Like, I try to be, like, like I'm sorry, like, what do you need, you know, yeah. whatever. Like, just trying to figure out what they want. 
And if I don't have it, just being like, no, I'm sorry, I don't have that, whatever it is. But, I mean, I think, yeah, I think it was just, it's justified that you felt angry. Because it's like, it is your space. And, like, maybe to him, like, in his desperation, it's just like, that's all he needs, you know? I, I don't know exactly what he needed it for. But, like, maybe, like, in his desperation, it's just like, it's like kind of what we were talking about with like eating people. I know it's like doesn't make like it doesn't. I know it's not like. <laughs> no, I'm waiting for you to connect same. them. I, I, you, you give me two different pieces. I know, um, but it's gonna be some bridge. But right it's now. like remember when you said that there's like there's this desperation where it's like your more your morals change mm. when there's this sort of desperation. I feel like because this guy's homeless, he's like in desperate need of something. We don't yeah. know exactly why he needed those cans, but. It's obviously desperate enough for him to break the morality of like being like this is somebody else's space I shouldn't go in there. Yeah. You know? So yeah. I feel like Yeah. We don't really know, but I think it is justified that yeah, you felt angry because you're not just thinking about yourself, you're thinking about your kids too. Yeah. So It's interesting because in that conversation, you know, he was asking for the cans. I told him I don't have any in the house. Mm-hmm. No, we didn't have any. And then he started like asking me if if he said that he had a Cadillac that he's willing to sell twenty thousand dollars he'd part with it for five hundred you know just like and then talking about how he's gonna be leaving he's not and it just seemed like a lot of lies and he and I saw him just trying to establish some sort of connection to me to to establish some sort of trustworthiness mm-hmm. telling me like oh you know I've worked in this and I've worked in that and I've done this um, but it all seemed like It all seemed like untrue. Mm-hmm. It's just all lies. Oh, we're going to be leaving in two weeks to Puerto Rico. I just need, you know, oh, I just came out of the hospital. You know, it just seemed like every single tether that he was trying to throw at mm-hmm. me to some, somehow bring a connection. Uh, and I get, man, I, I get that, bro. Uh, but then I, I kind of just told him eventually, I'm like, okay, you need to leave. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. It was funny because he said, and he said, oh, I'm sorry. So there was a trash can. I guess there were some cans in there in the backyard. And so he's like, I'll put the cans back. And I was like, it wasn't ever about putting the cans back. But then he took an umbrella that was out there. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I'm leaving with this. I don't care what you said. I need this. I was like, bro, that's take a, the umbrella, that's dog. That's so funny. Take the umbrella, dude. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's difficult. We have a lot of... <clears throat> we live in apartments where across the street from us is like this little plaza that has like a taqueria and mm. a lavanderia and stuff mm. like that and behind is like their trash cans and things like that and a lot of the homeless people in addison stay there mm. um but they just kind of walk around uh they don't really like do anything they don't really ask for anything i haven't really had like a like like a homeless person come up to me and be like I mean, I have, but it's it's been mostly here. Like, mm. you know, like when I lived at DePaul and stuff like that. But um, I was always really good at putting on like a like a mean girl face. Let so me like see it. People wouldn't. No, I can't do it right Let now. Let me see your sure. mean girl face, dude. No. Here, but I'll, I'll get you in the character. You got any change? <laughs> no. Richard, I can't do it with you. Yeah, but you got, I was any, just you got like, any change, dude? I just, like, make sure that I'm, like, looking at them. Yeah. Like, I stare at them, and if they stare back at me, I just keep staring at them. Yeah. Make sure, like, you know, I'll if I look down at my phone, I know exactly where everybody is around me. Mm. When I'm in the city, because in the suburbs is different, I kind of let my guard down, which is what Sevas always tells me, is just, Not like, you be. have to be, like, aware at all times. Everywhere. It doesn't matter where you are. Mm-hmm. Um, but... But yeah, definitely I had it like down a little bit. So I thankfully, thank God, I've never I never had a problem in, on the trains in the city, no yeah. matter how late it was. Like I never had a problem. Mm. But I know a lot of people that did. Like I know a lot of friends that like would get groped or like just God man. Just like just have like people just not be nice to them and thankfully I never had that. Yeah. yeah. I almost got in, into it with a couple people on the train just yeah? because I saw them harassing women and I want to fight them like and yeah. so I had to just step in between and just like that's nice you escalate it you escalate it you know and I'm like yeah if I get fucking stabbed on my way home from work hey yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> um 
And it, it, it's so funny because I got such like a I get, I get so mad. I'm always trying to fight. Um, but it's weird because when I became a dad and then I started like thinking about fighting and the potential to to get killed. Yeah. You know, because before I was like, I don't care if I get killed. I'm going to mm. get my cell phone back. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, 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 yeah. And that wasn't even, that was like before smartphones. I'm talking about my <laughs> fucking, phones. yeah, little flip phones. I'm going to get my $28 <laughs> back. Uh, <laughs> this is so stupid. This is so stupid. Yeah, but it's a, it's a, it's difficult. It's a difficult thing. I think also like, well, you were like low-key homeless for a bit. Low-key, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't like, you weren't necessarily living on the street, were you? I was staying with people. I was like jumping around, but I didn't yeah. have uh, um, secured housing, no. I didn't. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, but I, I've never gotten to that place. So it's, we, I don't know, I see, like we had this conversation where it's just like you don't, like you think about it and you're just like, how did, how did that happen? Like, how did that happen? You know, it's like, it sucks. It's but rough. there was a, there's a guy at Starbucks um that a starbucks i used to work at and he would always come in um and you could tell he was homeless um but he was like living in a storage unit that he had because that's like the only thing that he had because hmm. i think he had a really good job and then like once like the economic crisis happened like lost he it. lost his house he lost everything and that's all and you know and then eventually we stopped seeing him because he would come every day and just get hot water like that's all he would get because that's free he would mm. get hot water and like um he would bring his own tea bag or whatever um and he had like a laptop and stuff like that and just use our wi-fi and um but he stopped coming so i hope i hope he's okay and that guy became jeff bezos <laughs> no, and that guy is yeah. amazon <laughs> he became he, just, he became amazon <laughs> um yeah man i i when i when i contemplate those things I know that everyone's lives and their trajectories are so different. Yeah, They're for so sure. So different, you know what I mean? Um, and it's rough, man. It can be something innocuous. It can just be a desire to not be attached to the way things are. Yeah. It can be a tragedy that led you there, you yeah. know. Um, I know that I have a very... A uh, close friend of mine that works at homeless shelters, um, and he was telling me one thing that was really common that he noticed: uh, a lot of those guys that are there were the kids that never left home. Mm. You know, and they were the ones that were taking care of mom. Mm. Uh, but it wasn't like they were really—they were just there. Yeah, you know? they were they just didn't there really to doing anything. kind of take advantage of. Yeah. Uh, and then when mom passed away they didn't own anything the, and then the siblings were like we're selling the house and you know and now that person's homeless because they never really spread yeah. their wings you know that's insane and never learn how to take care of themselves in that yeah. way and so that's 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 an interesting dynamic as well we just yeah. don't know and the, and the important thing is to like treat everyone with compassion yeah for you know sure. what i mean because for me, my rule of thumb is if you ask for food, I'm getting you food, dog. Like, mm -hmm. there's no... If you ask me for, like, yo, get me a sandwich. Get me some wings. I got you every single time. Yeah. Right? Because I know that's real. If you say I need money for the bus, I'll pay for your bus ride. But I'm not going to give you money, dude. Yeah, I'm not just gonna money, give you money, yeah. I'm not going to give you money, just just money. Um, But it's interesting. You have to have the rule because the truth is some people are suffering and some people are... Some are people are in a difficult situation and some people really aren't. You know what I mean? Uh, they're living a life that they want to live, mm. you know? And so I take it from my grandpa. Every time he'd go to Puerto Rico, he would just have a big old bag of quarters. Mm. And anytime somebody asked for money, he wouldn't ask if they needed it. Because I've been to Puerto Rico, bro, and I saw the most buff, uh, b glistening <laughs> skin. He looked healthy as hell and he was asking for money. And I was like, who the fuck like what are you fucking he looked healthier than me he looked better than me he looked, he looked nice and everything and i was like who the fuck is he? he had like nice sunglasses like, yo papi the moon cora algo and i was like no what are you talking like there's some dudes that really look fucked up and you're asking me for change 
But my grandpa's rule of thumb was he's just anybody that asks, I'm gonna give him a quarter. Mm. I'm not gonna ask why they need it or what. I'm mm. not gonna judge them. Just boom, it's it's his rule. Yeah. Right. And I think if you kind of keep rules like that, then you don't have to feel the guilt. Yeah. It's kind of like our, our, you know, it's kind of like that argument for the welfare system. Like there's people that take advantage of the welfare system, and it's just like, yo, bro, but I'd rather like three people take advantage, uh, so that one person actually gets help. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Yeah, it's you know? yeah for sure. I think me, me and some of us have this talk a lot, where because he was like super poor growing up, so he's like, um, and he's not he Deca doesn't give him like anything, you know, like he's not he doesn't qualify for Deca. So he's just like, if these people are here but they they're able to work, like why don't they work? Like, that's always, like, his... His argument. His argument. And so, like, he kind of has a little bit of, like... Like, I'm over here busting my ass, you know? Like, not in legal ways, you know? And they have a legal way to work, and they don't. Like, I just... You know? Mm. And so, for him, it's always, like... So, I always think of that point of view, too. And I think it's just... Also, where you come from. Like, the the way that you think, mm-hmm. you know, is is important to the way that you perceive things yeah. um, and you perceive other people. Um, but yeah, I think that's true. It's just kind of like having those rules. Like, what are you going to do? You know, like yeah. it's, it's your, it's your values. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's, that's the only way you can live. Yeah. Because the world is so chaotic and definitions change all the time and what's wrong and what's right are constantly in fluctuation. Yeah. So if you don't have some sort of ground to stand on, right? How are you going to move and survive in this world? Exactly. You know yeah. what I mean? Because everything is changing. Everything yeah. is changing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like uh, the fact that we're doing a podcast together. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I was like in the 90s, I remember like in the Baptist <laughs> church I grew up in, a man and a woman talking together. <laughs> you know what I mean? It and they're both like, married? <laughs> yeah. What? You know what I mean? It was ridiculous. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? But, but. But things change, yeah. right? Uh, but the, the certain values don't change. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's just like you can't just like, you can't be so judgmental. Yeah. You know, uh, it, it, it's, it's a delicate balance. Mm-hmm. It's a delicate balance, dude. And there's, we had this conversation too about how like trying to go back to like the past instead yeah. of like living this new way, right? Yeah. And I feel like I try to do that a lot. It's just like, well, Jesse three years ago was happy. Like, I want to be that Jesse again. But it's just like, no, there's so many things that have already happened to yeah, me. You can never be that Jesse yeah, again. Yeah, and like for me, it's just like, no, you can't be that Jesse again. Now you can just be a happy Jesse in this time. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's exactly. like. Exactly. So it's it's cool the way, like, to see things that way too. It's just like, yeah, the past was great, but there's like greatness in here and there's going to be greatness in the future and there's going to be hurt here and there's going to be hurt in the future. Right. Like, it's going to be the same thing in just different time periods. Right. And it's just, a, it's adapting. Yeah. It's adapting. The the issues that I struggled with, my kids probably won't ever need to struggle with them, mm. right? Uh, but they're going to be dealing with things that are completely different, right. right? When my son brings over his robot girlfriend and I'm going to be <laughs> like, not in my house, no robots here. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I don't know. But dad, uh, I'm sorry, beep boop. Uh, my dad's not normally like this. It's okay, Ricardo. <laughs> I still love you. <laughs> I want to be so close-minded to a robot girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I like how your mind just went all the way there. I'm just like, whoa. It, it's something that I feel like it, it will definitely happen. Yeah. People when when robots become a thing that people have around. Yeah. People are going to be going out, not even going out with them because they, I don't think they'll be that personified. Uh, uh, they'll just be like emotionally invested. No, I think they'll just be for the do for oh, canoodling oh, canoodling. for just for canoodling. I mean, like cleaning I, yeah. the house and canoodling, That's <laughs> just, that. you know, hmm. it's going to be wild, man. That's insane. Like the movie hurt. Well, it wasn't really a robot, but it was like a voice. Oh yeah. The AI. Yeah. Yeah. Just falling in love. I like that. Have I you like seen Ex movie. Machina? No, I That's haven't. like the dark version of her. Oh yeah? Yeah. You gotta see okay. that movie. I need to watch that. Yeah. Yeah. Her is just like so like I love the colors. 
like how romantic it is but like yeah. it's like low-key like weird because like you start like falling in love with their love story but it's just you have to realize that it's just it's uh not real. it's not real just like how he realizes that it's not real mm-hmm. and everybody has her and oh that's a thing dude that's just the liberal media trying to convince us that robot human <laughs> relationships are okay i'm they like angry okay. against robots <laughs> yeah i'm just like so close-minded not okay. <laughs> no um <laughs> yes i think my kids are going to be dealing with things that i've never yeah dealt for sure with, you know and it's important to be an open mind and then just to go back to those values, right? My son might want to do something that I've never been able to do mm. or never even thought about doing. I want to be this or I want to be that. And it's just like, okay, do it well and be honest when you do it. You yeah. know, work hard because those are the values that count. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And this, like you said, like they're going to be going through different things, but the feelings are still the same. Right. Because feelings will always remain the same. Like there's only... Certain so amount, many. yeah. There's only so many feelings that you can feel, so it's like doesn't matter if they're going through something different. The circumstances aren't the same, but you know how you felt the same way that they know how they feel, and so like you are able to help them in that way. Being mm. like, well, I felt like that before. Yeah. So, feelings are a great thing. I think if you express them, they're super helpful. Yeah. I think if you allow them to breathe, uh, and ruminate inside your body, just boom, they're yeah. good. But if you suppress them, Whew. they hurt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they hurt you. They hurt everybody. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yikes. I, I, I felt like whenever I was just like, oh, I'm not going to be sad or I'm not going to express this anger. I was still expressing it. In everybody ways, knew that yeah, I was upset. For sure. I've never been able to hold it in. Yeah. And then And then it just makes me double down. It made me double down in the thought of like, well, if everybody can still see it, then I'm I'm doing it wrong. Let me suppress even more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna push it further. It's trying to come out. You know what I mean? It's like the garbage can, and like it starts getting full, so you like yeah. push it all the way down. And then, and then it's either gonna keep popping up through the sides <laughs> of where you yeah. pushed, or it's gonna burst the bag. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you got garbage juice everywhere. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> garbage. Do you like when like? Oh no no Do no. Do I like no, when what? No 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 no. Oh, don't like it when like there's like wet food in like the sink and you have to touch it and like throw it away in the trash. Uh, oh, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. Um. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Uh, it is the most disgusting thing. <laughs> I know. I've learned to do it now that you know not when when we had a bunch of kids and there's always dishes. You know, it just had to be like, okay, let me just clip <laughs> it out. <laughs> I must become what I hate. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Wet garbage. Uh, No, but yeah, food food waste uh, is kind of gross, slimy. You (laughs) see that spit that came out of my mouth? It felt right. Yeah, it's all gross. Um, But yeah. Yeah, it's nasty. It is nasty, slimy. I know. What's your favorite chore to do around the house? My favorite chore. I like cleaning the kitchen. You like cleaning the kitchen? I like cleaning the kitchen. I like cleaning the bathroom. Oh, wow. And, and I do like, uh, I like uh, cleaning uh, my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> why not your kids' clothes or Betsy's clothes? Or um, why not? Why just your clothes? <laughs> well, because it, it's very therapeutic for me to just make sure that my stuff is all taken care oh, of for okay. the week. <laughs> but, uh, but when it comes to little kids' clothes, uh, have you ever tried to fold? A hundred little shirts, dude. No. <laughs> no. It's so hard. I know, I bet. It's so hard, you know, because Betsy and I, I could clean our clothes. It'll be like fine. It'll be like, okay, cool. Now put it on a hanger. Yeah. Great. Little kids' clothes, you got to fold it, put a bow tie on. You know, it's bow just, tie. No, no, you don't. But it's just so, so much work. Yeah, it's so like little. So much work. It's a little. Aw, cute little sacks. It's always bubble stains. <laughs> what was Renato's first big like explosion of poo poo? Oh, those those happen right away, dude. I think in the yeah. first couple of days, it just pfft, right through the back. <laughs> they just but but like little 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 baby poop when they're only drinking milk, kind of just smells like mayonnaise. I mean, like mayonnaise or mustard. <laughs> it doesn't. It, it looks like mustard. It smells like mustard. It's not. 
It's not like a, it's just more like, mm. <laughs> my mom said that she used to gag every time that she would change our diapers. Like she would gag the entire time. She couldn't you know, take it. Your mom, I don't know why she's like <laughs> fucking breathing from her nose, dude. Your mom's like, <laughs> just hold your breath. She has like a really bad gag reflex. Like even like dog poop or whatever, like anything. Like she just gags. Like she's really bad with that. I'm going to fart next to your mom next time I see her, dude. <laughs> I want to see her. I want to see her like. <laughs> no, your mom's nice, dude. You know, I didn't know that your mom. Obviously, her, she has the same name as my grandma, my mom's mom. Margarita. Margarita. Wow. Mm-hmm. What's your grandma's last name? Her maiden last name was Rivera. Mm. Margarita Rivera. Wow. Rican, yeah. That's a sexy name. Mm-hmm. My <laughs> grandma was a sexy lady. <laughs> <laughs> what you just quote me on that dude like, like, <laughs> when i'm running for president so richard in 2021 you said that your grandma was a sexy grandma uh how do you feel about that now i think we're avoiding the subject what i'm here for is to talk about anti-robot and human relationships <laughs> if you listen to that podcast i've been adamant about robots and humans since the beginning Hey, how do you feel about the Super Bowl people? The Super Bowl halftime show people. Oh, who's going to be performing? Snoop Dogg. Snoop. Kendrick. Kendrick. Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Blige. And Dr. Dre. And Dr. Dre. That's it. That's a West Coast That's epic. jam for sure. I'm so excited to see what they do. You think they're going to be playing? Oh, Tupac Hologram is for sure going to be there. Yeah? Yeah. So. He's got to be there, dude. That's West Coast. Dude. Yeah. You think Ice Ice Cube is going to come out? Ice Cube. I don't know. You don't know? I don't know if Ice Cube is going to come out. I don't know. There's already like so many people, but I mean, why wouldn't they add more, right? That'd yeah, they fun. would just add. They should just add, you know, a bunch. They should have like an NWA. Yeah, they should. Like that come back and then you got like a little. Wait, what's that Dr. Dre? The dun, 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 yeah, yeah. The Return. No, no. What is, is it? The Return? No. I love that melody. Oh, I forgot what the name of that song is called. People, it's something Dre, just, right? Yeah, yeah. Like something uh, with his name in it? Every song with Dre. <laughs> has his name in it. It has his name with it. Uh, Eminem what, is going to be there for sure. What do you think Kendrick is going to sing? He's going to sing, We're Going to Be All Right. He's going to sing, Somebody Pray For Me. Do you think? Oh, Humble. Hey. Yeah. Um, and then he's going to sing something from Black Panther. Mm-hmm. And then Baby Keem's going to come out, and they're going to sing Family Top of the Moan and Top of the Moan. <laughs> uh-huh. Everybody's going to be doing like this with their hats. <laughs> Everybody wow. in the entire stadium. If they don't do that, I'm going to be disappointed in you, Richard. If Snoop Dogg doesn't come down with a giant Dog rope tail. of hemp. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no, rope of hemp. And he just starts smoking it at the beginning of the set, <laughs> and then it, it finishes by the end. If he doesn't do that, I'm going to be very upset. It's going to be interesting because it's a, like, okay, so weed isn't nationally legal, mm-hmm. right? But if this was a show in California, he would be like smoking and be all cool. And it's probably going to be in California. But they couldn't broadcast a bunch of drug references. But it's Snoop Dogg. Like, how could you not? Yeah, exactly. It's Steel mm. Snoop. Okay, I bet when he comes up, there's going to be some sort of smoke, a bunch of fucking smoke that comes out. And they won't say that he smoked. But it's just going to be a bunch of smoking windows. Smoke, giant red eyes in the background. A big blunt. Yeah, a giant blunt that they're going to say is a cigarette. Yeah. Hmm. Dr. Dre's going to be buff looking. Uh, Mary J. Blige, that's nice. I'm excited to see what she's going to wear. She's going to be dancing all crazy. Mm -hmm. She's going to be doing her dances where she's like, (laughs) um and kendrick uh, you know it'll be nice to see kendrick playing a a stage like that because he always kills it like at like award shows yeah you've seen him it's just very theatrical yeah for sure what did you think of uh, the weekend's performance i didn't like it i really didn't enjoy it at all i feel like i don't know i don't I feel like it was a little bit boring. I, I feel like it wasn't anything special. And I feel like that's what the Super Bowl is for. Like, the Super Bowl halftime show is, like, to do things that we've never seen you done before. 
mm. seen you do before and i feel like that's something that he could have done at an award show mm. or yeah i just don't think it was the only one that i liked i think like the only part that i liked was when he had like the and then he had like the people dancing oh okay like that's like the only part that i feel like oh that looked really cool um otherwise though i don't know i I didn't really like it you know but do you have a favorite one yeah um i really enjoyed when coldplay Mm. had the halftime show and they invited bruno mars and beyonce i really enjoyed that one that was a lot i enjoyed that one so 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 much i think that's my favorite one Mm. yeah i really like the shakira and j-lo one Oh, that one was that good. Was I forgot dope. about that one. Dude, that one was Shakira so started good. drumming? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and they were dancing. And one of my favorite moments is when uh, J-Lo had like the American flag on her back. Mm. Right? And then she like fucking subversively and badassly like opened it. And it, was op- and it had the Puerto Rican Puerto flag. Rican, yeah. And I was like, you fucking beast, bro. Yeah, I, I know. I loved it, dude. And I think yeah, Lady Gaga's really performance good. is really good. Um, when she performed, because she was like out there, man, she like gave all a hundred and ten percent. Yeah, she was out of breath by the end of it. Like she, she was just like, holy, fell shit. out from the sky. Yeah. Oh, dude. she jumped right. Yeah. That's a funny meme. <laughs> who, who um, who uh? It's like a cat. Travis Travis Scott. Who? Which one did he do? He like. W- oh, Fortnite. Oh wait, what? <laughs> Sorry, oh. <laughs> he did like a Fortnite like uh like, concert like on Fortnite. It was not really the, cool. But he came in for somebody's Super Bowl show. Oh, he did. Where they had like the beginning of like the SpongeBob meme, where like they start playing trumpets and like SpongeBob was there in the oh. background, and then he comes in in a meteorite and plays a. Uh, um. I don't know. No, you don't remember. No. Maybe I'm making it up. If you guys are listening, you guys know exactly yeah, what I'm talking comment about. Below, comment below, dude. Comment below. I'm gonna see what time we're at right now because we want to make sure we give everybody an hour. Because if you don't have an hour, then then we're mm, we're fucking awful. What? Oh, uh, what time are we at? We're at 51 minutes. Nice. Yeah. So now we're gonna cut for commercial. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we're gonna get sponsors pretty soon, dude. Yeah, we are. What are your dream sponsors? I feel like, uh, actually, I don't know. Let me think about it while you say yours. Okay, my dream sponsors. Something to do with marijuana. Okay. Something to do with health. Okay. Something to do with bed sheets. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I think like a coffee or a tea company would be cool. Nice. Like, so we can like have that. Oh, um, shit. Yeah. What else? I'm thirsty. I'm <laughs> thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, I don't know. What else? Oh, there's these people that do, like, these cool neon lights. Okay. Like, I feel like for them to sponsor us, and then we can have, like, you know, It's a Good and, like, neon lights oh, here. That'd be cool. sick. Um, I'm not even thinking about those type of sponsors. I'm thinking mm, about, yeah, okay, yeah. I think that's it. Or, like, maybe even, like, I don't know, like, um, wear, like, uh, clothing mm. that we can wear. Things like that. Mm-hmm. Or like energy drinks or something like that. Or IVs. <laughs> yeah. IVs. I, IVs. Just hook up the IV show. Uh, this episode is brought to you by drugs. Uh, Have you drugs ever and IVs. taken opioids? Um, yeah, I guess so. I've had like prescription drugs after some surgeries. Like when I yeah. broke my elbow, I had to get on some opioids. Yeah. And it got me sick. They did? Yeah. Oh, really? I don't like them. My body loves them. <laughs> <laughs> I was chilling. <laughs> After my appendix, I was like, ah. Hey. <laughs> this is nice. I was like, you don't have to take them anymore. I was like, yes, I do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I know what to do to remove that stress from what you just told no. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's insane about like work? Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but like just, yeah, just work, I guess. Yeah. Um, when I was getting my appendix out, literally like an hour before I was getting my appendix out, my manager was like, Hey, just wanted to know when does, when, uh, the doctor, when, when did they say that you would be okay to like come back an hour before I had to get my appendix out. 
Like, girl, I haven't even taken my offending. I don't know. Like, mm. a week? I don't know. Give me something. Like, you're already over here. She's like, okay, just wanted to see if, like, you wanted to do, you know, you still have to do, like, this uh, this training online. Like, did you want to do it in store? You can sit down or, like, you can take the laptop at home and do it. And I was like, insane. Isn't that crazy? Terrible, like, dude. they don't, like. They thirsty. They don't care. Managers got to just do manager shit, bro. That's insane. My target man. manager wanted me back after I broke my arm. And I was like, I ain't coming back, dude. Yeah. I'm never coming Why? back to that place. I hate to do that. Well, I, I mean, I guess it's it's their job, right? But Yeah. They want you to work. Yeah. The, the I don't want to work. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we have to succeed in this. Dude. Yeah, I know. Every single thing that we do, we don't want to work for anybody. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think about that all the time. Dream like, job. Yeah. Go. Dream job. Just be self-employed. Like, doing this all the time. Like, creating content. Literally. Yeah. We have to get sponsors. Yeah. That's how Just we like do it. like creating content. Hey, if you guys want to sponsor us, if you guys want anybody that can sponsor Subs- us, let us know. Subscribe to our Patreon. Please. Yeah. We need to put, put something on there. We should record another episode after this. Yeah. And then it's the one that we curse a lot in. Mm. We talk about the real <laughs> shit. Yeah. That's when we talk about the real Ooh. deal stuff, bro. Yeah. That's when we get into okay. fights and stuff. I like that. Yeah. We, <laughs> we that's when we're fights. not friends. <laughs> it's the realest. Yeah, it's the realest. <laughs> we just talk shit about each right other. Right now, it's just a... It's a roast battle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'd be able to take it. I'm too soft. <laughs> yeah, just like cry. I, you, I, you don't even let me finish? Yeah. I'm like, well, Jesse, what I think about... Okay, let's stop. <laughs> yeah. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, Who's... Whose uh, whose words do you value most? Like if they were to say like something not encouraging to you, that you would just be the most devastated. Ooh. I feel like I feel like my dad or my wife. Sevas for sure. Yeah, Sevas for sure, and my mom. Yeah. Yeah, Sevas for sure, and my mom. Like, those are my top two. Cause like. like if my dad says well my dad too because if he like says something like he doesn't even have to be mean if he just like has like just not in a good mood and like he says something and i'm just like <laughs> leave me alone <laughs> see that's how i feel i feel more combative against like like my mom if my mom were to say anything i'm like ah whatever, you know but if my dad were to say something i'd be like <laughs> oh okay yeah see if my mom were to say something i cry but like if my dad says something i'm just like you know like he like turns around and i like stick my tongue out (laughs) but and if if sebas is worse though like if sebas says something like if he doesn't say it in the way that i can receive it properly i'm just like pissed like i'm mad i'm sad i'm like you don't love me anymore this is it we're done i'm not good enough for you (laughs) it's like i just told you to throw out the garbage (laughs) Huh? I just told you to grab the garbage <laughs> from the sink. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's not going to work. I can't do this. This is it. <laughs> I had a dream last night that me and Sevas were in an open relationship and there was another pr- another girl involved in it, which is weird. I never have dreams like that. I always have dreams that, like, he's cheating on me, but I never have dreams like that where we're in, like, a po- poly- what is it called? Po- polyamorous relationship. Polyamorous relationship. And... It was, I guess, it was their turn to go to, like, vacation together. And you were pissed? And I was mad, but this is weird. We were, like, I was on FaceTime with them. <laughs> and, but it was me and him. So I was seeing myself with Sebas. Mm. And I was mad. And, like, they were, they were, like, in the car and, you know, they were canoodling. I think they had just finished canoodling, I think. Like, in my head, I was just like, that's what they did and I, I was mad i was angry mm. and i was just like no and then he came back from the vacation and i was just like do you love me like do you love me more like i need you to love me more like i want you to love me more like it should just be us and all this stuff it was just really weird it was and it's so funny very, that that person trip. was you as well yeah isn't that weird yeah it's like because it, w- it was me but like in the dream it was like not me it's two parts of you man they're they're battling for each other they're battling for that attention for sebas you know, um, and there's a part of you that's idealized of all these things that you can be enjoying, uh, and you're jealous for that. And you mm. want that, you know. Wow. You know, you want that, but you can't. Sometimes you can't just get over the things that are around you. 
Wow. Mm-hmm. Canceling my therapist appointment. <laughs> yeah. Scheduling with you. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> yeah. I don't need Hell you yeah. anymore. I don't need you. you I'm on a podcast. <laughs> I'm doing a podcast now. I can let all my feelings off of my podcast, yeah. buddy. <laughs> I'm saying. But please subscribe. <laughs> constantly talking to my therapist about it. She just won't stop talking about her problems. <laughs> we'll just tell her to stop. We can't. It's, it's a podcast. Um, yeah, man. I know. I remember that one time I was just like, Richard, if, if it ever gets too much, just tell me to stop talking about my problems. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, no. I'm like, yeah. It's all good, you dude. Can. It's all good, dude. I think, I think, um, I think for me, uh, I think my wife's words are just so important to me because I feel like Betsy has been there for me more so than any other individual, mm. you know, uh, even the relationship that I had with my father couldn't have been established if I didn't have the relationship that I had with my wife. Wow. Um, because she was there for me, um, in those dark times and has always loved me. Um, even when I've been too foolish to like realize it or appreciate it, mm-hmm. uh, because like when you don't love yourself, you know you can't really love another individual, or you can't really accept another in- a person's love. You can't accept a person's love. Yeah. Um, but her perseverance and her strength and just. My wife is just so beautiful and strong that she just like kept just loving me, loving me, loving me. Mm. And uh, and so if she were to say something to me that if she were to be like, I don't know, you suck, dude. I'd be like, I would be so yeah, heartbroken. Destroyed, I know. But it's it's a beautiful power to it's a beautiful power to have. Because I think we have that for each other. Right. Mm. Because it is a power that people have over you. But you choose to ha- you choose to let people have a power over you, mm. right? Because it, it it's kind of like because um, this world is all about like powers. Mm-hmm. It's all about powers, and just like it's just like who, you know? It's like scriptural, right? Like who do you serve? Mm. You know? And there's certain things like it's certain things I don't want to do because I know the lord the big guy's gonna he's the one that's watching me and i don't want to disappoint him and but because i do that i don't have to worry about other things bearing down on mm-hmm. me you know and so because of the love that i have for betsy and the love that i know that she has for me i know that i'm free from like i got married right before tinder became a thing mm. right and i could only imagine the whirlwind <laughs> of ups and downs if i was like on tinder like just just like ugh, it grosses me the fuck out to think about like hey what you doing because I, I could i could and then and then meeting the person and then like okay are we gonna fuck it's just like it's just so it's just so stressful to think about yeah it, it is you know what i mean it just seems so awful and just like so like vain and and empty yeah for sure that it's just like God, man, I'm so glad I don't have to deal with that, man. Yeah. So glad I don't have to deal with that. When I get into that headspace of almost... Because this comes with marriage, too. I don't think people realize it until you get married. Like, it comes with thinking, well, what if I wasn't actually ready? And, like, what if I actually needed to, like, be with other people? And then you start kind of looking around and you're just like, "Mm, what if I'm not in the right spot? And, like, what if, you know? And, like, so then you start looking around you... Instead of focusing on, like, oh, building your you? marriage. Yeah. And in reality, um, it is what you said. It's, like, I, I think about that all the time. I'm just, like, if I were single right now, not married, didn't have a boyfriend, whatever, the dating, like, I don't, I wouldn't be able to do it. I just can't. Like, I can't. I don't know how I would do it. I mean, I would, right? If If that's what God wanted me to do, then I would. But I just, it's. It does stress me out to think about it. Like, it's a lot. It's a lot. So, sorry to all you people that are dating right now because it's hard out in the streets. It's hard. It's hard, man. It's hard. So many, you know, you just don't. So many people in the world. And you, know, you don't know exactly what they want from you. Right. Exactly. And then, you know, you know, everyone has a different path. You know, we we both got married with our with our spouses very young. Yeah. 
you know uh, and we're very fortunate to have that for sure. some people don't have that opportunity some you know people are like i don't want to get married get married young i want to live my life and i'm like and then i see some people living their lives and then they, they then they they worry about having families you yeah. know they worry about that or they can't have kids <clears throat> and you know and it's just like man that's a reality yeah you know for I mean? sure there's a difference between like being uh, there is a difference in age and all that stuff. Um, but there's caveats to that too. Right? Yeah. Like I can't throw myself into certain things like music or a thousand percent because I have to make sure that we talked about purpose, right? Yeah. Like there's so many things that we think we should be doing, but what we should be doing is just right in front of us. Yeah. Right. And doing it well, not getting lost and caught up in all these thoughts and feelings, but just focus on what's in front of you right now. And that's why I think it's really important for me to make sure that the spaces that I establish are are, are, are well put together. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want a, a clean home. I want a, a clean studio space. Like we're recording this right now in my space. Yeah. And, you know, I, I work to make sure that it has a certain vibe and a certain energy when we're here. Yeah. You know, um, because what I don't want is distractions. Yeah. You know, for sure. so yeah, dude. That's something that I learned from you very well too. Like just establishing like a certain dynamic and presence when you're in a room. Yeah. Because it's important. And mm-hmm. like coming in with even if you're not having a good day, like coming in like knowing like okay, I'm not having a good day, but like I'm going to give it my best and right. I'm going to come in like honestly and like authentically I'm going to come in here and yeah. I'm just going to be myself yeah. the way that I am and the best that I can be today. And that's all I need to do. Right. And knowing and like knowing that the other person's gonna reciprocate the same thing right. and be accepting of whatever you bring in that day is really mm-hmm. nice. Which is why I'm really glad that we have the podcast together because right. I feel very open and honest when I'm here. I don't feel mm-hmm. like I need to force anything or Yeah, and I think that's important for even the individuals that are listening. And we thank you guys for everybody that's listened so yeah. far and everybody that's uh been supportive of us and given us comments and things uh, we appreciate you guys um and we hope that you guys like and share uh we love you guys you guys have a wonderful wonderful rest of your day yes um god bless you that we love you guys peace out yeah, peace out like and share yo peace <laughs> peace <laughs>